I'm Jo Chan Yan. And I'm Donna He, and we are two brand designers who met on Instagram and now we are great friends. We can't get enough about nurturing your brand and your mindset when it comes to building a conscious vision-led business. We love honest conversations and digging deep into the things that contribute to your path in making a positive impact in the world. Hello and welcome to the Brand Journey Podcast. Hey everybody, so we are here for another episode of the Brand Journey Podcast and today we're talking all about shiny object syndrome and really wanting to share some of our tips with you in terms of how we've actually managed shiny object syndrome when it comes into our lives to wreak a little havoc along the way. So as an introduction into this topic, I would like to, I guess, set the context around what it really means. So shiny object syndrome is something that we might experience when we're working on, say, something like a project where at first everything seems like it's exciting and we feel really motivated and everything about the project that we're working on is in high resonance with the vision and our values for our business. So everything feels good. And maybe a few weeks or even months down the track, especially if they're bigger projects, and in this case, we do want to focus the attention more on those longer-term projects, we tend to feel like our focus or our level of excitement around that particular project wanes. And that's when something that is a shiny object, and this could be in the form of a new course or a new strategy or a new website or working with someone different, can come through and really take our attention and focus. So we end up dropping this project or abandoning it altogether and jumping ship onto something new and exciting because we think that this excitement is going to be a reflection of the results we're going to get from following this new path. I'm interested, Donahue, how have you noticed shiny object syndrome play out within your own business? I noticed myself hoarding information Mm. and, you know, I get to the point where I'm overwhelmed because I feel like I'm kind of just like downloading and taking in and taking in, but not giving myself enough time to implement. I'm looking for band-aids or solutions to problems that I need to look deeper into to find a better solution, like an actual long-term solution to these problems. You know, I catch myself thinking, oh, if I download this freebie or if I watch this and then I'm going to have the answers to all of these things and it's never really true. Yeah, I experience a similar thing. I think we're often bombarded with so many different ways to do things better that sometimes we think that if we're not doing it the way that everybody else is, then we're not doing it right. This aspect of seeing people getting that better result, the grass is greener on the other side. One of the things that you mentioned when we've talked about this in the past is that you don't really understand what's happening behind the scenes in someone's business for them to get the result in the first place. So it might not actually be helpful or 
be the right thing for you, hence the Band-Aid solution. Exactly. Yeah, and I think we're always looking for that quick win, you know, and instead of like taking the time to look deeper into our businesses and what it is that we actually need. Yeah. If you're a business owner, it's really important to understand where that shiny object syndrome is coming from, like what (laughs) that is a result of, because it may be this sense of FOMO or seeing people do something better, but it might also be a exit when things get challenging or difficult or when the excitement is gone. And I think this is really typical of big projects because there's usually a rush of excitement because we're starting something new. We love starting something new. And there's Mm -hmm. this sense of novelty in embarking on a new journey. Halfway through the journey, you'll get to a point where the investment of your time and energy don't actually translate directly into results as fast as you would like. And so this is a really common point where people might want to jump ship because they want that instant hit of almost affirmation that they're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like we're looking for that result, you know, and not thinking of what needs to happen. We're just looking at the end goal. When we make these quick decisions to chase that shiny object, it's really just an impulse of what we're we're trying to find like an impulse decision without really thinking about if this decision aligns to our goals if it's going to really help us get the result that we are looking for Um, and sometimes we don't even realize that we're actually looking at a different problem you know we're thinking that it it's one thing and and Perhaps it's another because sometimes you're looking for these answers, but then there's all these other problems that make up the bigger problem. So if I'm looking for how to make more sales, but then I don't understand who even am I trying to reach? Yes. You know, or what it is the message that I'm trying to convey. It doesn't even matter if I have the answers on how to make more sales because I don't have the answers to all these other things that need to come first. Right. It's like you're building your brand or your business on really shaky foundations. You don't have a strong enough architectural system that's sustaining the structure of your brand to begin with, right? So putting everything on top of that is is not necessarily the solution that is actually going to make an impact on your business that's going to help it be sustainable in its growth. And I think the other thing to note is that sometimes we are trained to get this hit of dopamine as that impulse that you speak of. It's almost this thing that we're conditioned as a society now to always have a result which allows us to feel some something good in our system to say, hey, yeah, you got a message from your friend or you won this or you signed up to this, you opted Mm -hmm. in for that. And that's just our system's way of looking for things that are going to make us feel good and being really specific about where it's coming from and the fact that that might be driven by shiny objects. So how do we actually get out of this? Like what are some of the things that you've done that's really helped you 
stay away from shiny object syndrome? I don't know if I've learned how to stay away from it, (laughs) but I've definitely learned how to be more aware of when it's happening. So kind of seeing like the yellow, orange, red flags, you know, like you don't want to get to the red flag. At least I definitely don't want to. Um, So what are those flags that are leading up to that give you a clue as to, hey, you need to like, you know, refocus. So for me has been obviously being more self-aware as to what I'm actually doing. Where is my time going What are the things that are taking up too much of my time? So if I feel like I'm so busy and my schedule is really full and I feel, you know, quote unquote busy, you know, that busy Mm -hmm. bee feeling, I really take the time to regroup and look at my schedule and what are the things that I've done in the past like couple of weeks or month that feel so heavy and so busy And then I just try to simplify to give me that space, that breathing room, so I don't feel so busy and overwhelmed all the time. And I know that the time that I'm dedicating for myself and my business is actually going to really impactful things. So that's like, you know, creating content that feels right for me or like really working on different pieces of my business. So looking at how much is on my plate and regrounding myself by checking in with with my goals. Mm. And also like going back to that dopamine thing, I was thinking too, you know, you can try to get that in different ways. Mm. And I think for me, one way of doing that is looking at the goals and breaking them down into bite-sized pieces so that I'm every day I'm checking things off the list that are working towards the bigger picture. And that way you do feel productive and you do get that uh, sense of um, accomplishment without it filling yourself up with things that are distracting you, putting that energy where it actually matters. So catch yourself before you burn out or before you feel too overwhelmed so that you're making decisions that are intentional and that will actually serve you. Yeah, so I think knowing that you can control the impulse and actually get yourself out of shiny object syndrome is really important because Mm. we all have a conscious choice. We're not at the mercy of our whims in that everything that pops up is something that we need to follow through with or chase after just because it looks shiny and interesting and new and different. So I think sometimes like taking yourself out of the situation, as you said, around really declaring what your red flags and yellow flags or orange flags are is really important. For everybody, it's going to be different. For me, it's seeing a lot of cups near my computer desk. It's as simple as the (laughs) amount of cups around my computer desk usually mimics the amount of clutter that's going in my brain. And at that point, isn't it so interesting? Empty cups. And that's the point when I would likely try and go for something that is an easier fix because it just makes me feel good in that moment rather than really stick with something. Training yourself to find that dopamine hit when you've done something that is a little bit more difficult, that requires a bit more discipline. It can be really difficult to stick with something and be disciplined with it as well. So 
even making a big thing of something that required you to really stretch yourself and get out of your comfort zone, do something that was really difficult, make that your dopamine hit. Like do something to celebrate that. that Reward. Reward. And also that gratitude is really important. Oh my God, yes. When you're really grateful for having those opportunities to work on something that is really deeply connected to your values and your purpose for your business, then there is a bigger vision for why you're doing that. Oh, I'm getting up this morning so that I need to build a website. Whereas what is that website for? What could that actually bring you? That's going to be the thing that makes a big difference in your life. And knowing that the bigger picture is going to help you stay a lot more focused. I love that you mentioned gratitude and wins because that has been a huge thing for me too because I noticed before it was so hard for me to even think about the things that I had accomplished and I felt like I didn't get, wasn't getting anywhere. But in reality, I was doing a lot. I just didn't really think about it. And one thing that I read about like with dopamine and how that functions was that sometimes it's just the anticipation leading towards the actual thing. When you think of like planning a trip, but a lot of people love the planning of it because it's almost like that's even more exciting than the actual part of the trip. How can you get yourself to get excited and feel excited about something without actually getting to it or just like even planning for something because you're kind of preparing yourself to being excited about whatever it is that you're working towards. So that also acts as a release of dopamine. One of the things that I did recently was this short mini course by Stephen Kotler, who is a researcher on the flow state. And the course is all about how to focus and get out of that distracted mindset. During our day, it's so easy for us to get distracted by everything that's going on. It's like a a bombardment of sensations. And since doing the course, the things that I've really done, which has helped tremendously in actually shutting off shiny object syndrome, has been to turn off all my notifications and really practice being okay with not getting pings every Mm -hmm. few minutes or checking my phone every 10 minutes. I'm really conscious of how much I use my phone, how much I use social media. I'm very selective with what I choose to put my energy towards. And because of that selection, I'm able to really divert all my energy specifically to the projects and the things that I know are going to make the biggest impact. Yeah, I love what you said about social media. I noticed myself doing that with Clubhouse. I was just spending way too much time on it. And I decided to turn off the notifications because they were driving me nuts. (laughs) There was just so many. That's the only app that I had notifications for. But when I turned them off, I noticed that I started to feel that fear of missing out, that FOMO. Mm. But I have to say, like, after a few days, um, I forgot about it. Yeah. And your body adjusts, yeah. I feel like, your body over adjusts. time. And it almost prefers that silence of not being yeah. distracted. 
FOMO is one of those things that for me, it subsides after a while. It's almost like I need to go through like a detox. And oh then I'm gosh, like, ah, yeah. oh, I feel so much better now. I never needed that anyway. But I would say that to have a holding bay for all of those things that we might like to do. So of course, we're going to be excited by potential courses and things we want to learn. That's just like naturally who we are. But I think having a holding bay that these projects, potential projects and ideas can go and they almost stay there to marinate on their own for a few months, like six months (laughs) or so. And if you bring them out after six months, do they still feel as exciting and sparkly as they Mm -hmm. did when you put them in the holding bay? And it could be just like writing down a list of ideas or keeping something in your notions folder for all of these potential things that you want to dive into. And if it still feels exciting, then maybe there is something of merit to those ideas. But if it was just like a passing crush, then it's okay to declutter and let that be released out of your system because you don't need it. I also started this year with a wish list. I never had that before, but I started with a wish list of things that I wanted to invest in. And one of the things that I really wanted to invest this year at the beginning of the year was a new brand strategy course. So I put it on the list, but I was like, should I do it now? And I was kind of bummed that I had missed the Black Friday sale. But I'm actually really glad I did because part of it was just me knowing that I was going to be working with my coach. And Mm -hmm. I know that I was going to have to put in the work. And I also knew that I was going to start a new project in January. So my time was going to be limited. So now I have this list and it's still there and I'm not going to take it out. But Just having a wish list where you can put those things on hold. And like you said, especially those things that will be there later that are either courses or things you can download, stuff that's not going to go away. Like what can you invest in quarter one or two or three or four? Plan for it so it has a space. Yeah, I love that. I I love the conditional investment. (laughs) wish list. I have one as well. And it's like, if I do X, Y, and Z, if I finish this project, then as a mini reward for myself, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And that is really something to look forward to, but it also trains me to resist the temptation of having to have everything now, sometimes waiting. And that practice of patience is really doing me a lot more benefit in the long run than it is to just suddenly jump on every sale, especially during Black Friday, which is so tempting. Oh, yeah. When you do start your list, have a place where you can say, what is this actually going to help me with? What are those things you're putting in there? How do they go in line with what the goals that you've already set for yourself? Sometimes it feels like it is going to help you. And then you realize, well, you already have enough to work with that can help you get there. Like this one thing perhaps is not going to make that big of a difference. Last fall, I was so set on launching a course and I kept even announcing it on on Instagram because I was thinking, okay, if I just put it out there, then I'm going to force myself to do it. It's going to be like an accountability thing. Yeah. But what I realized was that that was something that I was doing because I felt like that was my next move. But I realized like it was way bigger than I expected it to be. 
And I didn't have the bandwidth to focus on it. And I also didn't want to just launch something just because. Like you needed to have an intention and I needed to make sure that it was actually going to be serving my ideal clients. It wasn't just going to be something for me to just put out because I saw all these other people doing it and having success with it. It didn't mean that that was my answer to my problem. So that's kind of where the coach came in. I told her like I wanted to work on all these different things and I kind of forgot about the course, that specific course, knowing that I could at any point, if I really wanted to come back to that and launch it, there was definitely a lot of other things that needed to happen before that. So I hope you enjoyed our discussion on shiny object syndrome and also how to get out of it as well. (laughs) We would love for you to share with us what is one thing that you can take away from this episode today that's going to help you avoid shiny object syndrome from diverting you on your path when it comes to the projects and the things that you're going to do in your business that's actually going to make a big difference. Yeah, you can share with us on Instagram, on our Instagram channel, on today's podcast post. That takes us to the end of another episode of the Brand Journey podcast. If you loved this episode and got some valuable insight from it, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us over on Instagram at The Brand Journey to keep up to date with our newest episodes. And you know what would be absolutely amazing? If you left us a review so we can support more business owners like you on their journey for crafting a conscious and visionary brand. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.